Hi, and welcome back to the Temple Podcast. My name is Edward Pike, if you don't know me. I'm the founder of the Temple. And what is the Temple? The Temple is an online hub for personal transformation. Um, we're really bringing together the, the experiences, the, the wisdom, the journeys of contributors and co-creators through our blog and our podcast in order to really help you step into your highest potential to really remember and become who you were born to be and to, to share that with the world. And this podcast is a space for exploring the art of service through the journey and, and the work of one individual. And this individual today is Ayla. So I will try and pronounce her last name. Ayla Verheijen comes to us from, from Holland. Now, what Ayla brings to the field of, in this case, marketing, but also transformation, is for me so moving and inspiring and unique in that traditionally in the fields of marketing, we learn the how to do it from, let's say, the outside in. We learn a recipe, someone's recipe. You know, what kind of funnels, what kind of copy to write, what kind of channels to use. And it's all just a bit kind of bland and boring and a bit kind of samey. But what Isla brings is to reverse that, turn it on its head and to really think about marketing and sharing from the inside out, creating your own recipe based on your authenticity, based on, on your transformation, on working with your light and your shallow or shadow, <laughs> a really integrated approach and a really transformational approach to, to sharing yourself and to marketing yourself. So really inviting us to look at marketing and look at our own expression through our light and the energy that we're putting out onto into the world through our digital platforms, but also just by being who we are. So I'm really excited for you to listen to this podcast. I invite you to really sit back, relax, and take it all in. Enjoy the podcast. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone, and the good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful. Here we go. Hello, Ayla. Hello. Hello, Mr. Edward Pike. <laughs> I love that name. <laughs> I wouldn't even try to pronounce your name. That's why I hold back. Bird. Verheijen? <laughs> Verheijen. Verheijen. Oh, yes. Verheijen. Oh, yes. Oh, nice. Oh, I love the Dutch language, you know. You know Maria, and I just love listening to her speaking totally. on the phone to her family. It's gorgeous. So good, so good to connect with you. I'm really looking forward, as I said, to this conversation, you know, we've only met like briefly a few times in passing and then we've been connected on, 
on, on the socials and just, you know, being a receiver of your wisdom and your work has already, like, you know, it changes many things personally, for sure. And I'm really curious to hear more, to dive into more about, you know, this that you're bringing to the world and this beautiful energy and this kind of new new dance of marketing let's call it that that you're bringing so maybe you can just start by sharing with the, the audience like in your own words what what is what is it that you do mm. yes i used to hate that question um because i actually for a long time had no clue what I was doing. And I still have no clue what I'm doing, but there's some, you know, there's some foundation to it. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. And I think what switched for me is I'm not so much focused anymore on what am I doing, but more so on what energy am I bringing to the world? And that part has become way more clear. Mm. And I'm still doing a ton of different things. (laughs) Um, But when you know from which energy it comes, that that ties everything together, Mm. that infuses everything. And that's also what people will remember. I mean, they won't remember like the 10,000th coached or the, you know, the millionth marketer, Mm. marketing guru. But they will remember that person who was just shining light or whatever energy that person was giving up. They will remember the energy that person came with. And to me, that was huge shift going from the doing to what energy am I bringing into this world? Mm, yeah. Wow. Just you saying that, I feel that completely. It's such a beautiful shift. Instead of thinking, what am I doing to what energy, what energy am I bringing to the world? Yeah, mm. and to yourself, right? Yes. You are part of the world. Mm. Yeah. I mean, me, but this is just my work kind of, you know. Summarize. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm immediately just tuning into your energy and I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm, to me, I can taste energies almost. So I'm like, I'm, I'm watching you because... Yes, we guys, you guys, we have video. <laughs> We're cheating here. I'm, I'm cheating into your energy and it's like, mm. Mm. I'm like tasting, tasting the bits. And that's the part I, I conceive of other people mostly. Yeah. yeah. And has that always been the case? Have you always been able to read people's energy and to taste people's energy in this way? <laughs> I could make up a very cool story, but no. (laughs) (laughs) No. um, What I'm guessing is, yes, for the first, the first tiny part of my life. Yeah. But it was over very, very, very soon. Um, 
my mother told me a horrible story that um, I think when I was only one year old, that my grandparents came and I wouldn't go to the toilet for a week. I was so kind of tensed up. Nothing came out of my system. <laughs> Literally and, nothing. Um, no. Um, and this is something I'm for a way smaller part still dealing with. So I think what happened is it was so intense on my system to take in other people's energies that I closed up everything, like everything. Yeah. And um, I... I became so numb and so disconnected with my body. It's still a bit scary for me to fully realize to what extent it went. I went so disconnected that I wouldn't be even able to really like um, notice that, oh, I'm hungry, I need to eat, mm. or, oh, I, I actually need to go to the toilet right now. I was kind of disconnected from those, you know, annoying bodily functions. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I mean, your intuition and energy reading capabilities, they're all in the body. So I also was disconnected ah, from that. Yeah, good point. Yes. Yeah. So how did that reawaken? How did you reconnect that in, in later years? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm kind of an extreme person and so I went extreme into that numbness uh, but I also went extreme into when I kind of became slightly aware of it into wanting to open up again and go beyond that um, so I started I guess with some therapy like things I went through a very wild tantra phase with um parties which still gets me like red cheeks if I think back about it because it was just so out there um and also partly unhealthy it was I think my first real guru experience and I mean if any energy is very suitable to become gurified it's sexual energy because mm. it's so potent and people are so happy when they connect with it again. They're like, <laughs> so any person that has something to do with that is easy to look up, look up to. So um, I went pretty deep into that. Then I uh, got kind of kicked out of that cult. And um, then I think what came afterwards is really life teaching me mainly my life teaching me by um, me falling flat on my face. Mm. And I think the ground, like falling on the ground is maybe one of the best ways to bring you back to your body because yeah. the ground, you know, touches it's your body. Close, and close, yeah. <laughs> it's, like... <laughs> it's the closest thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that... That is an ongoing process for the last six, six, seven years, including like two major um, depressions. Mm. Yeah, so very close to the ground. Very, very close to the mm. ground. Yeah. 
And this is something that I see you do a lot with people, which is help them to really, through this intuition and this connection to energy, help them also remember, awaken, I don't know, allow, I'm not sure what the exact term would be, their own gifts, their own intuition, their own um, empathic nature, let's say. Totally, yes. Yeah. I, I, I do think that on the one hand, I'm very connected to the word sensitive, to the word like empath, and on the other hand, I think it's grossly overgeneralized. Oh, yes. A sensitive? Um, it, it's it's like the same as saying like yeah I have a body okay <laughs> um, how tall like is it a female body or a male body but the same with sensitive there's so many dimensions to it and knowing those those dimensions for every sensitive person I think gives a huge sense of relief and acknowledging yourself Mm. yeah and do you see a common journey in the people that you're working with uh, maybe similar to your own or do you see some common yeah some common life patterns some common experiences Mm. i like that question yes what i see um Actually, only sensitive people come to me, which makes sense. And not saying, I'm not even going into the discussion right now if everybody's sensitive or not. I'm just talking about the people in which is present. And what I often notice is they have somewhere big dreams big visions Mm. and they feel either in their tiny toe or they feel somewhere like I have this huge gift and for many of them in the actual world here on earth it's not working out so the vision they have of themselves and what's actually happening in the world is a complete mismatch. And I know how hugely frustrating (laughs) that can be. It's like, I feel it. I feel it exactly. I feel it inside. And it's it's so beautiful. It's so good. (laughs) You have these moments when you have whatever talk with a friend or a session and you feel like pure gold coming out you feel like wow this is this is so potent Mm. but then there seem to be all these invisible forces obstructing you and you're like "Mm, what is happening (laughs) what are these forces obstructing us Ninjas. (laughs) Ninjas. <laughs> ninjas. <laughs> Marketing ninjas. <laughs> uh, yes, what are these forces is... That's actually a really good question. I 
because I've been looking into it for so long, it's like, what's happening here? And I've done deep inner research of how I've been blocking myself and how I turned into a very fragmented person who had a huge talent for this dissociation. Mm. And when I dissociate, when I put things into the cellar, which I don't want to look at, uh, that's a force obstructing me. Because every time you put something you don't want into the center, lots of things you do want go with it. You cannot just put one thing in there. And I came to know I have a huge treasure chest. I just wasn't aware of it. And I think terms like dissociation, enmeshment, energetic codependency, Mm. to me have become very, very potent, valuable new like keyholes of learning, of understanding what has actually happened. And I've come to honor that those forces that obstruct me, of course, ultimately come out of my own system. But at some point in history, have been triggered by my energetic being yeah. being so misunderstood and not received. Mm. It's nice to take that power, that type of responsibility back towards yourself to really acknowledge, to really see how we are the, uh, ultimately the creators of, of our light and also us, of our sellers, <laughs> as you say. I, I really appreciate you saying that because, because it, there comes this, um, this not angry but very strong voice in me when you, when you say that, that yes, we are those creators, but I do think in spiritual lingo, in spiritual guru world, this saying has been abused and completely misunderstood, I think, by most people. Because when you're an empath and you have become just like me, very good in dissociation, but still not fully aware of it. Um, there will be all kinds of things obstructing you and you don't know where it comes from. And then hearing you are the creator is, is infuriating. It's infuriating. It's, or very confusing because you're like, okay, I'm the creator. I want this. And you're like, you start to think it out. So it goes through the mental plane and it's just not working. It gets worse. It just gets worse <laughs> from personal experience. It gets worse. All that nonsense around, yeah, just focus on whatever it is. Yeah. So I've become way 
more careful with, and this has nothing to do with you yeah. uttering this because it was a very true statement uh, connected to what I said. Um, but I've been very careful with those statements because I know how easily they will be interpreted by the mind instead of it just happening organically by you connecting on a deeper level with all the parts within you, including those heard, small, tiny, angry, all those parts within yourself. And in my kind of like cults, I have been in that was hugely undervalued, mm. like doing that kind of work. It was like spiritual bypassing doesn't exist. So, you know, just so go fine. higher and higher. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Dissociation. <laughs> hmm. And how do you, how do you link this with, with the, I want to call it the concept because the concept of marketing, and I call it the concept for a reason because there's such, you know, there is a mm. big concept. How do you link this with, let's say, traditional marketing? And mm, what you're bringing through, which is sharing, I don't know if there's a word, you might be able to help with wording, but a sharing of yourself and your energy. Yes, you could call it different ways, um, like, magnetic marketing or authentic marketing mm. it's um for me the base is grounded authenticity mm. it's very embodied yeah. and that is i like that question because if people are listening and they hear me talk about being traumatized and going deep within and they're like okay what what does that have to do with marketing? And to me, everything. Mm -hmm. To me, I think I have been for years and years, at least in my head, I saw myself as a, as a failure. And for years and years, I was trying so hard to get myself out there. Mm. I was trying so hard to partly emulate what I saw others doing and they said was working for them. And the nefarious thing, <laughs> I don't even know if that's the right word. I just it, I love, like it. <laughs> yeah. But is that when you then feel that's not working, you start to think even lower of yourself yes. because most empaths will, you know, throw that onto themselves. Like, Oh, that's my fault. Yeah. And what we see here is that marketing has been turned into, this is the recipe. Um, and completely overlooking the fact that a recipe only works with robots. So you feed certain thing and then predictable other thing comes out. So you feed statements like, you don't want to miss out. There's only 24 hours to decide. So you, mm. 
you play on insecurity and then more sales will come out. It's like a formula. Yeah. And yes, um, honestly, 30 years ago, the world and people were in that sense more robot-like and not used yet to being played by marketers. Mm. They were kind of way more naive, so they could just go right into their unconscious and kind of hook people. Um, now, fast forward to 2020, um, we've had some, you know, interesting events to break everything open even more and to bring even more awareness to, and I think it's amazing also to the sickness of the world and to the shadow signs. I think that's very, very helpful and many empaths in the past and still want to run away from it, but it's really, really, really good to, to face those because they bring you to that grounded mm. authenticity. So that's the one hand, that's what I call the manipulative marketing, which is not going to work for any empath. It's going to hurt their own system. They will feel icky doing it. They're like actually too sensitive to, to even make that happen, which is a good thing. Mm. But in the beginning, you might think you're failing. It's a whole journey to create your own recipe. In my view, there are like 7 billion ways of doing marketing in this world. Mm. For every person, there's a different way of doing marketing. And... In the basis, it's nothing more than you falling together with who you are, with your own energy. And there, right there, we have that connection you were asking for, like all that inner work, all that looking into the parts I have dissociated from. Those parts are full of energy. But when I cut myself off on those parts, my marketing, because my energy is my marketing, will become less and less strong. And the more I integrate those parts, you could see like a light light bulb going stronger and stronger with every part you integrate within yourself. I can see you feel the metaphor. Yeah, yes, (laughs) yes, completely. And yeah, completely. Also purely from a therapeutic perspective is is exactly what happens, of course. But also from the marketing perspective of noticing myself, you know, even today, like, you know, resisting posting the raw story you know what's going on inside the really being vulnerable and sharing from that space Mm. there's still that little voice that's like no you're supposed to only be sharing you know positive things about your work or you know what you've learned from a situation but not like you know not really showing the vulnerability and the raw and that integration process that you're talking of Mm. i do have a very nice little reframe or like shift around that. 
I I used to think the same and a few years ago in an experiment when I decided to put all my shame on Facebook and kind of sharing I didn't have money to buy fries and I was so ashamed about it and posted a silly picture of me with an empty wallet and um, that uh, apart from one other post is still my most liked post on Facebook. I remember and that post, yeah. I, even that, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's three years ago, right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> that says enough. Um, and what I'm telling people when they're talking about their marketing and sharing these kind of things is they think they share negative things at that moment. However, it depends on the place you're coming from because when you are sharing it from the intention of opening up and shining light on your shame, the energy that will be transmitted is courage at that moment and not negativity. It's the energy you're coming from And the moment you start to write about it, when you feel, ooh, this is going public, it will give you that nice little oomph to start integrating that thing even faster and start getting clarity on it because you already feel the eyes of the public kind of almost coming toward you. And that light, that's just extra light shining on the issue at hand. So it can actually be even therapeutic and greatly helpful um it's only i think when you are 100 percent identified to the victim state and then start sharing from that i wouldn't necessarily you know recommend that because that's the energy at that moment which you will amplify yes yeah Mm. yeah that was going to be a question actually how does someone recognize you know whether they're sharing from that space of courage where they're, they're sharing, and maybe you said it yourself, from both the victim, but also the, the, the thinking that they're going to get a release or they're going to therapize this, this know, situation or emotion by sharing it. So how, how does someone dance with that? Where does mm. that clarity come from? Mm. Like in this case, with my sharing, many times you will feel absolutely terrified of putting that that's i see that as a great sign because it's the ego which is terrified it's um when you're like (gasps) you know like oh whoa uh, can i do this is this really but it terrified it goes together with this tingle of excitement, yeah. right? Where you don't know anymore which of the two you're actually experiencing. Because there's like this, am I really going to do this? Mm. So you already feel you're being stretched mm. to like a bigger version mm. of yourself. Um, yeah, I love that feeling actually. It's like surfing, to, mm. to surf. Um, surf on that feeling and you will feel while writing that post that more energy is coming into your system and that's the indication of you knowing okay it still still feels maybe absolutely terrifying to press post but something is happening here Mm. 
instead of you riding and you're like yeah kind of you're like yeah. uh, now you know it's on paper but it still feels shitty and like uh, what's it's gonna help you know it's it's a whole different energy mm. it's, um, yeah how does it feel in the how does the body feel in that moment if in the the terrified but inspired ecstatic state let's call it what how does your body feel and because you mentioned before reminding you know of that experience like really shutting down and as a, as a very young and that experience mm. of, of deep control. And that's also a nice metaphor for how a lot of us, you know, operate this, still having that bit of a straight jacket on our energy. And so, yeah, how does, how does it feel? You mentioned already, like you start to feel more energy, you start to feel more expansion when you're writing. Is there anything else? How do you experience it? How does your body say? I love the word straight jacket. That's so fitting. So I'm going to, yeah mental note there (laughs) (laughs) i'm i'm gonna open your question up a little wider because i i think it's an amazing question to connect how your body feels to when you post to social media in general Mm. or even when you write your website or write your email newsletter whatever piece of content you're writing i think that's a really nice connection to to bring those together and to give an example yesterday evening i had written a post for instagram which was all about following your cycle and you don't always have to be out there and you can also be introverted and that's actually good and blah 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 But then I felt I wanted to post it because that's what I had planned. However, I had slight headache and it was already like 8, 9 p.m. in the evening. And I thought it was just so ironic that I had this post about following the cycles (laughs) and also summer and, you know, autumn and, and winter and and then me wanting to post that thing at a certain (laughs) moment in time i was like this is so ironic (laughs) i posted it for two seconds i took it off again i'm like nope this is this is not good (laughs) because when often when i'm writing there's and it, and it just comes through me. There's this really, I can really feel it in my body and it feels really, really good. And on the other hand, when I want to write something or I think I have to write something, I start doing it, it will just not come out. Mm the way I want, I will start rewriting and rewriting, look for another picture, yet another picture. And that's just a sign that I wasn't connected to it in the beginning already. Um, So I, I try to really monitor my body while I'm creating Mm -hmm. content and be put all those rules through the shredder. Like you have to post this many times. It's, it's abusing to your system. 
and it's bullock. It's just complete bullock. It's mm. there's no single shred of th- truth to it. It's just none. So that's part one, putting all that through the shredder. And part two is seeing myself as the artist again. Mm. And inspiration will come through, but it will not come through by me pushing Mm. myself. Um, Mm. And that really leads into the next question, which is very, I feel very linked to this. My, from personal experience, I know exactly what you mean by, you know, that, that, that feeling, that expansive feeling when something is, an energy is being shared. And my, my experience is that they've come like very, or I've allowed them to come through very more rarely. You know, those are like the, mm. you know, the exceptions versus mm. the, the, think, the, the should or thinking I need to and kind of maybe forcing something. So you've already touched on it, but what is a, what is it, a practice or a way to allow, allow that not to become the exception? Like it sounds like for you, mm. that's not the exception anymore. That's the, the rule, you know? And when there's an exception, like your post yesterday, you, you're, you're, you're catching it. You know, even if you yes. post it for two seconds, you still catch it. Yes. Yeah. Do you feel you are playing it safe online? Yes. Yes, actually. And I do feel the straight jacket. That was kind of the first word that came up, like the safety. Yeah. Kind of feel good. I feel this feel good energy from you and like snippets of feel good and beautiful pictures, um, but within a certain parameter. Like, yeah. Till here. Yeah, for sure. Ooh, this uh, right now, this makes me very, very curious to kind of the other side of safety. I'm like, yeah. Ooh, some pretty juicy stuff must be lying there. I'm like, <laughs> do you have any feeling what is lying there? Do you have one or two things you're like, ooh, I'm not sure if I would be able to share about this. Like, this is on mm. the edge. Hmm. I mean, when things that come to my straight away are jump into my mind sexuality collaboration with my partner and sexuality um the power so the power of kind of the power and the challenge of co-creation both with intimate friends and also lovers and partners or a lover and partner in my case it's just not multiple (laughs) (laughs) just want to put that out there um yeah the the challenges of uh finding grounding i love what you said grounded authenticity Mm. you know being in crete and finding that being abroad being in yeah coming from the city and moving back towards the more living in nature like there's something connected around that and that idea of, of finding that authentic groundedness and also the, the challenge of that self-expression, mm. you know, that authentic self-expression linked to, really linked to sexual energy. Your mic is uh, touching something, just to let you know. Is that better? Yeah. No, there's like a wind going over. Ah, that's my fan. 
Maybe have to, if, oh. I move, if I move back. <laughs> so <laughs> my hair, Edward, my Beyonce hair thing. Uh, yeah, no, I, I understand. It was kind of vulnerable question, but thank you so much for answering that so honestly. And I can tell you when you answer that in this way, my whole body starts vibing with it. That's how much power is contained in those themes you're just mm, mentioning. Wow. Yeah. I could already almost feel them before you were saying, I was like, yeah, mm. I, I saw something vaguely, but I was like, ooh, ooh. that's powerful. And ooh, can you please tell me more? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it's now, connect, and now connecting to that, to the themes like to that energy i i really see how i've been you know limited and stuck and bored i wonder it was just a bored as well you know bored and boring yeah that's the energy other people will feel too yeah you know that's yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like oh Edward. <gasps> just a bit like bland and like oh it's nice as you yeah. say like oh it's nice it's a nice message you know and it's but yeah, from what you're inviting me to feel and connect with, it's like, oh, it's, that's power. And it's, as you say, yes. it's been through a process, is a process of integration. All of this stuff is really integrating like now in my life. Mm. You know, coming up mm. to my power and sexual energy and like all this exploration before I was still in the process. So yes, couldn't really, well. I say I could. It's maybe different. I could no, it's different for every person. And I think every person should honor their own boundaries mm. fiercely in that sense. Yeah. Um, yes, stretch yourself, but always from a place of I can hold space for this. Mm. Um, and I never tell people to follow me because, again, I'm extreme also in the way I'm sharing. I will share sometimes in the heat of the moment like okay this shit is now flying in my face as we speak and but i will never do that if i'm still overwhelmed by it completely and mm. not having the overview only when i already can take a step back and yeah. have like connection to the adult self the mature part in me the, the part which oversees the whole thing. Mm, yeah, that's Not a great distinction. just in the middle of the shit. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I can imagine the, the energy you're putting out <laughs> in the middle of the shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. And I, I'm pretty sure that will be palpable for everybody who listened. It's mm. like we underestimate how strong energy is mm. and if that energy has been like been hidden for some time it has actually grown in strength so the moment it comes out it's like yeah and yeah and and i really get you know in core energetics already and you must know the energy and consciousness are like two sides of the same coin and I, and I really felt that energy, but also like this fresh wave of inspiration and ideas and just like, you know, when just dots start to connect all around that kind of multidimensional feeling of like, ooh, suddenly this fresh consciousness is coming through as well. Yeah. Beautiful. So and that's your keyhole. 
like that energy is somehow what a group of specific specific people are waiting for you to come out mm. with because they are just a few steps back on that process and you will connect to so much more opportunities, right? People who are looking for you and your kind of energy when you step into that very specific, this is what turns me on in this moment. And it could be something you're just very elated about, but just as well something that is scaring the shit out of you, but it's coming out of you and you're working with it. And mm. both are very, very powerful. Yeah. So, yeah. I- and it is sexual. Like it in is, your case. Is, yeah. Uh, in it, any case, it's sexual in the sense that like, it's live energy, right? Yeah. So, yeah, my, you're right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm making the connection now with your work and your experience with Tantra and, you know, all of that. Ah, is like, uh, yes, totally. You know, really beautiful way of, like, because you can say to people, some people, like, what lights you up? And again, it's a heady experience, you know, it's a, what gets you excited for a few seconds or kind of, you know, yeah. what. What think what helps you think you're gonna get feel a bit better? But what, exactly. what you're talking about is like lights you up, is like lights up your pelvis and your belly and your heart, and it's so exactly yeah. You what know, turns you I, on? To make it super precise, I, I have no clue if people who are listening know anything about human design, but human design will help you your own chart which gives you all the energy centers you are connected to 24-7s and the ones you're not connecting to 24-7. It will give you more precision which parts of your body for Mm. you will be felt in the process. And that can be for all, for the 70% of people who are generators and manifesting generators, yes, it will be, the gut will play a huge role and this turned on feeling will be once you've gone through some inner process that turned on feeling will become just a normal Mm. part of your daily life Um, and I have a projective boyfriend who doesn't have like this 24-7 connection to his God and it's very interesting for me to see that on, on the marketing level, very quite some different laws apply to projectors than, for example, to generators. So I think it's very helpful for people um, to look up their chart and their the specifics of their energy. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And you've just given everyone a little taste there of what, how you weave these into your work, right? My understanding mm-hmm. is that you weave human design, you do the calling work as well, which is working with people's the energy that lights them up. And yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. So you've just given everyone a really good taste there. That's fantastic. And you've given me a really beautiful taste. I feel like, <laughs> you know, yeah, lots has shifted. And for, for me and my human design, and maybe this is what you're talking about, is that the authority center, the one that lights you up? Like for me, it's the sacral, or is that something different? Yeah. Sacral, yes. Sacral from yeah. Me. Yeah, fantastic. Wow. 
Do you want to speak a little bit more about what you, how people can work with you about what you offer these sessions, but also I know you've got a, a program coming up. Totally. Um, it's very easy. I change a lot. I offer every few months, I offer something new, but right now I have actually a pretty clear um, offering. One is calling sessions, which I tell most people to start with. It's about connecting with your core energy. And to me, it's where everything else is founded upon. It's like when you can taste that energy, it will literally mm, give you that feeling of life making sense again, because that is you and that is your service to the world. In 90 let me see. Yeah, in 95% of the cases, and I think it's just because the right people come to me, um, because I cannot do this with my all my family members, but in 95% of the cases, people will find their calling within one session mm. and connect with it. And of course, I'm offering human design sessions too. No readings, I call them, because I didn't go... I went through my own process of learning through my own intuition and not so much filtered through other channels. Mm. Um, so you won't see me doing that in the normal way of, okay, this is who you are. And, you know, like listing all your characteristics, I will very much tie it into where are you standing right now? Mm. What is the thing you want to learn more about? What is the thing you're struggling with? And then, connecting that with your human design and really let you feel it also in your body and let it strengthen your intuition instead of you feeling like okay now I'm just put into another box yet again yeah, um, and the most exciting thing to me right now is the marketing revolution. And that's a training or rather a untraining because there's lots of detox happening from the kinds of marketing we've been talking about before the manipulative marketing. First the detox and then really connecting to your unique way of I actually want to say of expressing in this world because for some people marketing still is kind of a triggering term mm, and they yeah. feel all marketing is manipulative because yeah. that's all they've seen. So let's say really you showing all of your colors to the world, just like you just told me, right? Um, some new colors you feel might be exciting mm. to show to the world. Mm. And I will bring everything together. So the calling work and the human design, but also shadow work will definitely uh, be a part of it. And I'm starting the 1st of October and there will be a link somewhere in, that people can click to, I think. But I build a, this is not a sales page. So oh, I yeah, even saw that. turned the idea of sales page around and yeah. just created more of a game people can yeah. click through to give a taste of what I'm talking about. And when you listen to this, it will be there will be still a few days uh, left to decide. So if you have Jump any on. questions, feel free to reach out to me. Mm -hmm. 
And when it comes to social media, I love making Instagram stories. It's just a very, especially as I am a manifesting generator and I can share my energy in a very spontaneous, intuitive way there. It's like little artworks I can create. Mm. So I really, really enjoy that. And Facebook, I like for a little bit more in depth and and sometimes personal sharings. Yeah, and I'll make sure all these links are somewhere around the podcasts. It's probably below the below the recording for people to access your Facebook, Instagram, mm. and your website. Yeah, I really love that. Though this is not a sales page, I had a, had a quick look at it before, and I found myself mm. even even there, kind of you know, the mind going into reverse engineering it, going, oh, you know, how did she do that? Why did she do that? You know, which is kind of the the old marketer kind how can I copy it? That was the kind of mm. the first mind response. Mm. I just observed it and I was like, Ooh. and then mm. scanned, I think in a few other pages. And there was one statement that kind of jumped out, which perhaps would be great for you to expand with some closing words was, which encapsulates the whole conversation and your, your entire work, I think, which is something like your light is your marketing. Oh, yeah. Oh, melting like a putting right here yes light is my central theme Mm. I never realized I would have had to go through so much darkness to reach more of that light but yes light is my team and your inner light says it all, even if you say zero things on social media. Mm. And that might be the closing caption is, I'm actually encouraging people who feel very private. For some people, you can also see it in their astrology charts, for example. They're way more inwardly focused, and that's how they're meant to be. Mm. They might look at me and think, ooh, I need to put everything on social media, but I would love to say I'm just one weird example of these 7 billion weird examples (laughs) in this world. And some of them are very public. Some of them are really private, but what they do have in common is this very strong connection to that inner light. And that will be felt no matter how you express it externally. Yes. Mm. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much, Ayla. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure to connect with you. Yeah. I love the playful questions. Yeah. They were cool. felt really organic. This was really, really nice um, mm. replying to. Thank mm. you. Thank you so much. And good luck with the, the course and everything that you're doing. <laughs>